This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 129 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Tack and Habit top picks from Ada. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections. You can find them at equestriancollections.com. Plus Uncle Jimmy's. They're at uncle-jimmy's.com. This is Glenn McGeek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network featuring Tack and Habit Top Picks from Ada. So we decided this week, Helena, to, to, to really combine the two shows, Stable Scoop and Tack and Habit, because we had so much fun this past weekend at the American Equestrian Trade Association that we had to share it with everybody. We d- you know, I think so much fun doesn't even begin to describe just how much fun we actually had. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, the, 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 don't, don't be confused. It was still work. And goodness knows, Glenn and I, we, we pl- spent plenty of time on our behinds. <laughs> yeah, we recorded uh, 22 segments for the Tack and Habit show that uh, yeah. we're going to have coming up in uh, many, many of the following weeks coming up. But uh, you, Jamie was in from the Horses in the Morning show, which we recorded live from there on Monday morning. And uh, you two became fast friends and you just were hanging out all weekend. Oh, we had a great time. It was amazing. It's like we've known each other for ages and we were bopping around, you know, in the 15 minutes in between recordings that I had to scan the acres and acres of products. Yeah, this it was is- re- literally we were the only people running around the show. <laughs> Be like, OK, we've got eight minutes to go down to the Charles Owen booth, get a vest and come back. <laughs> and then you, I think between the two of you, you spent some money. Yeah, not a whole lot. But on very practical items, I did get a ugh, a beautiful Charles Owen new helmet. Uh-huh. New I got the Air 8. I did. I did. The one that I was drooling over from August that, that Roy had introduced us to in August. I went ahead and bought that one because mine is, is uh, coming on six years old. So Yeah, it was time to get a new helmet. Yeah, the protective material was starting to degrade, and I had to get a new one. So, uh, you know, there they were right there in all their glory. Charles Owen <laughs> calling to me. <laughs> well, and it looked good on you. It looked really good. There isn't a Charles. I mean, Charles Owen just does things right. They they keep you safe and alive, and they make you look damn good. So, uh, yeah. And then I bought a, a protective vest for Grace. I got the JL nine so that I don't have to worry when she rides. Well, and we'll see. You know, she she's probably going to think she's pretty hot stuff in that little vest. I hope so. Well, you you know how sensitive she is. Yeah, that's true. Well, if it's cute, it'll be important. It's purple. How can oh, it not? That'll be, be perfect. I know. I know. <laughs> That'll be perfect. And, of course, the Ada show was the vendor show that all the, uh, the wholesalers come and sell to the retailers. So tax shops from all over the world were there, and we got to meet uh, a lot of new people. We also obviously did a lot of recordings, which is what we're going to bring to you today. We're actually going to bring you three of the products that were our favorites from the show. We're going to bring those to you today and, and the, the recordings that we actually did at Ada. And this will give you, for our Stable Scoop listeners, this will give you an idea of what we do over in the Tack and Habit show. So if you haven't listened to the Tack and Habit show yet, this will give you an idea of what kind of fun we have over there, and you might want to start taking a listen to that show as well. Uh, And for our Tack and Habit listeners, it's just more of the same fun stuff. Uh, but we we did we did find some unique things. I think we 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 certainly had a variety of things that we found over the weekend. And and the one of the things that was heartening for for both Helene and I is when we were there in August, the mood was not great. The recession mm-hmm. was in full swing. Uh, people weren't selling much. People weren't buying much, and it just was not a good mood there. I think the mood this time, and I don't know if you agree with this, Helena, was completely different. Way better. It was much improved from August. I think a strong holiday sale, strong holiday sales helped. And I think, quite honestly, people are tired of holding on to their money. I know that sounds a little silly, but I think people are just tired of not spending their money on horse stuff. And right. um, that that's trickling up, you know, from the consumers to the retailers to the wholesalers. And there was just the booths were bigger this time. There was more thought and pride put into them. Uh, there were some 
new companies even, some companies I'd never heard of, just brand new to the horse market, crossover companies, companies who've been selling products to other industries are now breaking into the equestrian market. So there was a little bit of a, a, an energy there going on. I'm I pretty definitely. psyched for spring. And then the vendors were saying that they definitely had sold more and they were much happier with this show than they were in the last couple of years even. You know, there was there was one thing that, I, I don't want to say it confused me, but I was a little bit surprised. I think we went in there looking to find spring and summer products. And the interesting thing was that a lot of these vendors were selling their fall and winter products. Yes, they're working that far ahead. They are working that far ahead. So I don't know if that's a good thing or or not. There was some, you know, like JPC, they had a, their full line of spring, super cute spring wear. But, um, you know, there were some spring and summer things here and there. But for the most part, we were looking at fall and winter items, which, gosh, I, I never thought I'd want <laughs> next winter to come. <laughs> No, we're gonna we're gonna wait for that for a while after this mess. <laughs> I'll be I'll wear a ski Jeez. coat at the beach if I have to. <laughs> what a year for winter! But the groundhog, you know, good news from the groundhog. So we're hoping we're hoping that uh, that you can be swimming with your toes in the ocean up there in no time. Is it sunny there right now, or do you guys? It is a sunny day. We finally have a sunny day here in Lexington, and you know it's cold, but at least it's sunny. (laughs) Yeah, we're it's cold and sunny here too in the Boston area. We're expecting the forty degree temperatures over the weekend, so that is really to me that's a heat wave. Well, let's hope you you melt some of your snow and you can get back to riding again. I know I'm Jones in big time. (laughs) Well, where are the products? So let's do let's do some products today. Um, and we're going to do our first one was a product that I was very impressed with because he demonstrated it for us, as you're going to (laughs) hear. And we're going to do that right after this commercial break. We'll have our first product from the Ada Trade Show. Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And one of their users is international Canadian sensation event rider Jessica Phoenix. And we have Jessica on here for a second to tell us what she thinks about Omega Alpha. Well, hi, Jess. I hear that you use Omega Alpha. I do. I love their products. I've started using them this year, um, and the one product that I really love is Anti-Flam. It just takes the sting out of the horse's feet and keeps them moving comfortably, um, and I know that from using it in our barn, a lot of horses would benefit from it. You can look for their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. Well, we're back, and we're going to bring you our first product. This uh, gentleman's name was Joe Provisano. I hope I got that right, Joe. And he had a product called Odor No More. And I got to tell you, it was Horse Journal's product of the year, and there's a reason. It was very impressive. And you're going to hear in this recording we did at the Ada Trade Show with Joe Provenzano. Well, we have Joe Provenzano here from Odor No More. And Jennifer, actually, no. I'll tell you who, who found this for us today was Kent from Hopper Expositions, who was kind enough to invite us to come here in the first place. And he came over, and out of all the booths in here, all thousand booths in here, he said, there's a product I got it. you got to go see. So we walked back, and we took a look, and this comes highly recommended from the organizer of this event. Um, and now, this is something horse husbands always, you know, it's one of the ways we try and get out of doing the stalls when our wife asks us to, is, boy, you know, some days they're just really, really stinky. You get that ammonia smell, and you just want to pass out some days. So th- that's what we're talking about is something to solve that problem, right? That's correct. And Kent said he used this product at the International Equestrian Festival during the World Equestrian Games, where we were recording our World Equestrian Games radio show. And he said it really took the smell out of the inside of the convention center. So tell us about it, how did it come, how did it come to be, and then apparently you're going to demonstrate it for us today so we can see exactly how it works. Yeah, we'll do a quick demonstration for Good. you. Good. Okay. Absolutely. So it's Odor No More, and the company is BioLargo? BioLargo Inc. is okay. the parent company. Okay. So Odor No More Incorporated is a wholly owned subsidiary of BioLargo. Great. Got it. Okay. okay. And obviously, it was, it was designed for that purpose, that, that get that stinky ammonia. Tell us about that. 
well, the core chemistry set of the technology set was developed by BioLargo Inc., and we have a suite of patents that cover the applicable uses for it, whether it be in the oil and gas industry or human health care. Uh, obviously, based on the hat, uh, I'm a horseman and <laughs> my whole life since I'm five years old. Um, so I went to the team and said, I, ha I have an applicable use for it. And uh, they kind of gave me the reins, pun intended, and allowed me just to kind of go out and develop the product. So we pulled in some, uh, some high-level thoroughbred trainers and industry champions to help us test and develop the product before we took it to market. Uh, and the goal was basically to be uh, the most effective product in its space and to really attack the issues that were, are related to odor and moisture control within the stall environment. All right, so let's talk about how it's used first. I buy it how, first of all? Uh, well, the product is Liquid or granular? Uh, we have a liquid version and we okay. have a dry form. And do I put it right on the floor of the stall with, like, the bedding's off and I put it down? Yeah, typically, as I'm sure you know, horses have their favorite pee spot, we use, the term we yep. use, in the yep. stall. Yep. So you identify the urine spot and remove the saturated bedding. That's a bedding. technical term, isn't it? Pee spot. Pee spot. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. It's official. That's our yeah. technical term. And hey, there right. is one. So, so you identify the pee spot in each individual horse's stall and you remove the saturated bedding from that area and you treat the product directly onto the ground or the mat and then replace your bedding over the top so of it. So you just sprinkle it on? Right. Uh, the suggested application rate is typically about 8 ounces per day. So very, very, very minute application rate. 8 ounces per day. Okay. Correct. On your average pea spot size. Right. Okay. So um, so you're mucking. La, mm -hmm. la, la. You, you, you get your stall. You get your wet bedding out. Um, do you need to let the area dry first? Can you put it directly on the spot? Is uh, there... Or you just... Yeah, well, well the, the product away is, and sprinkle. The product is not just an odor control product; it is a moisture control product. Okay, oh. so it uh, sucks. so one of the big value propositions of the product is it will reduce the amount of bedding that you consume and dispose of. In many cases, 50, 60, 75 percent. So the product is beyond cost neutral to the user. It actually saves them money in managing their facility. All right, you have a demonstration for us. What are you going to sure. do for us today? Uh, what I have here is a simulated urine, because it's hard to travel with urine. <laughs> no. uh, Not something we really aspire to. Exactly. So this is an ammonia... <laughs> Although in Pennsylvania, yeah. Philadelphia traffic, yeah. I could have helped you out. Sure. This is an ammonia solution, and we dose it typically at about 100 parts per million. What we find is in a typical stall, this is the higher level than the typical ammonias that you would find in a stall. So that's ammonia you got. This he has a bottle with ammonia in it. That's okay. correct. Okay. This is an ammonia solution. So I'm going to ask you to smell it. Be careful because I want you to keep waft. it honest. Do the scientific way. Waft. It's ammonia. <laughs> it is ammonia. Trust us, it's ammonia. My eyes are bugged out of my head right now. Alina's over here crying. <laughs> so as you can see, but obviously the listeners can't, uh, it essentially looks like a shavings it material. It does look like small, shavings. Right? A small white plastic bag. Correct. It looks like it's got shavings can, can with some kind of it? white Sure. And this is actually a sample bag. So okay. this so is it's not safe to touch. Oh, absolutely. Not like okay. lime where you the don't want it. It actually looks like sawdust. Right. The product yes. is completely non-toxic. Okay. It's safe for human and animal consumption. Don't eat it. No, I was so, smelling it. Oh. <laughs> It actually is safe for consumption. So, uh, there's Still, nothing, don't eat it, right. lunch. There's, there's nothing toxic in there whatsoever. So if our animals do eat it, and sometimes the horses tend to pick at the bedding and things of that nature, mm -hmm. there's, no, there's nothing harmful it in there. It looks like sawdust, and it smells like sawdust. Correct. Yep. Okay. So, right. so. okay. So, so what it is is uh, we use kiln-dried fibers, which is shavings, typically pine. Okay. Uh, we use super absorbents like you would find in, well, the easiest scenario, uh, the easiest kind of visual to get would be like uh, what you would find inside of a baby diaper. Yep. Right? That It's dry and then when it gets wet it swells. Yep. Uh, this is a food grade absorbent. So it's used in thickening, thickening agents and syrups oh, and like things of that nature as well. Things exactly. Like that. Uh, and then there's the Do core. you mean I'm eating wood in my pudding? Yes. No. You're eating a lot worse. Trust me, <laughs> in your pudding. You buy it from a grocery store. So it, it absorbs Right. And it holds on to the, the moisture. Correct. And then there's another. There's something else in it, obviously, that eliminates the odor. Right. The core BioLargo technology is the utilization of common micronutrients that we feed our animals every single day, and we eat in human multivitamins. But what the uniqueness about it is when you it, uh, when you combine the two core micronutrients together, we're actually generating disinfecting levels of free iodine. Okay. Now, can you put that in English? Uh, so we're generating iodine. Okay. So we're using common micronutrients that we and our animals eat. Yep. But when you combine them together, it generates an iodine. So stuff put together right. makes iodine. Correct. And the iodine, why is that good? Well, because uh, it's probably the most potent odor eliminator 
known. Okay, great. Okay, there we go. Yeah. In the other sides of our business, uh, we we ha- we do we use them as disinfectants, as I had alluded to earlier. The oil and gas industries and other industries. Yeah. Uh, in the in the pet industry, there's really no need for that. We're trying to control odor and moisture. Mm-hmm. So these are odor and moisture control products. So they're not regulated or or uh, no claims associated with disinfection whatsoever. But really, that's the mechanism of action for eliminating the odor. All right, ah. so we got this. Oh. We have a little bottle of. Uh, so the odor is generated by bacteria. Yeah, yeah, sure. Bacterial and this growth. is really so it's not making the claim to be antibacterial, but that's how it's eliminating the odor. Correct. It's by eliminating oxidative the odor control is the term that we would use. Oxidative odor control. That makes me feel important. You actually have a piece of this. On the I know. End of I, I've been. I told you it. not to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a bottle oxidative of uh, goop here. Right, and so. Again, this is a demo, so what I'm okay. going to do is I'll load it heavy for time's sake. Okay. okay? And uh, as, as I alluded to, the suggested application rate is about 8 ounces a day. Uh, so it's a very small application rate. Now he's rate. pouring? So I'm going to load that's it That's per really, stall, right? I'm gonna, that's uh, per stall. Yeah. Okay. And you're Correct. pouring this right into the... Uh, the ammonia, the ammonia correct that we have here. A couple things to note that are that are key is one, it's dust free, no dust, right? We buy bedding for our animals that claim to be low dust and dust free, mm-hmm. and then we go put additives in our stall that generate dust. It makes no sense. Please, I'm right? the yeah. So when we formulated the product, it was important to make sure that we weren't adding to the stall what it didn't need to have. Okay. Okay. All right. So you've poured some of your product right into the ammonia solution. Now, how big is this And it's sitting there. 10 ounces? Uh, Fermenting now. It's about a 16-ounce bottle. There's typically uh, between 6 and 8 ounces of ammonia solution in there. Okay. And it's it's been sucked right up, and there's still dry... Correct. And Dry well, material from the... Uh, right. So as I, as, I, as I started to say, a couple things to note. Dust-free. The other thing is, is it's always staying dry on top. Yeah. yeah. So your horse is standing on clean, dry footing at all times. He's not standing in urine-soaked bedding. You put a little yeast in the bottom there, you'd be making beer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so okay, I don't, I don't understand then. How... Once you put this on when you... Oh, wait. So, hold on. Do you put it on after... You clean the pee yes. spot up? Yes. Yeah, remove the saturated bedding from the stall and expose where the horse pees. Okay, then you put this down. Then you put bedding over it. And you put your it. new okay. bedding over it. Okay, right. so whatever moisture is left on the mats or on the, the stall floor gets absorbed by this material. Then because the top layer stays dry, correct? it's like a buffer layer, and correct. then you have your new bedding on top, whether correct. it be straw or shavings or... Correct. Well, okay. and, and one of the things I had mentioned early on is, is it reduces the bedding consumption drastically because all of the urine is being captured in our product as opposed to hitting the hard pack under your bedding and spreading out and then sw- being absorbed up. Okay, right? so it's really doing two things. It, when you put it down initially, it's, um, it's eliminating the odor, but then when the horse urinates again on top of it, Correct. it will absorb it better. Correct. Because okay. as we know, the velocity of the urine going into the stall hits the bottom. It goes through the bedding, hits the hard pack, and then is absorbed back up. So let me ask you a question. Why wouldn't you bed, let's just, dollars and cent, dollars aside, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you bed your entire stall with this stuff? You can't put dollars aside when you ask that okay, question. So that's, <laughs> that, that's, so that's the reason. It's, it's just exact, too expensive to do exactly that. exactly why. So you want to use it, but it's you have to use it smart. Right. Correct. Okay, so now what has happened? Because okay. I want a bed with it. It's dust-free. It eliminates odors. It's clean. It's non-toxic. It'll only cost you $4,000 a day. A store. <laughs> and we're happy to sell it to yeah, you. Yeah, she'd be happy for you to bed your born in it. So, again, as we said, it, it's dust-free. It stays dry on top. Okay. And, and then this is visual, so you'll have, we'll have to kind of explain it to them. But it grabs all the liquid, and it just solidifies it instantly. Oh, it became hard. See? Hold on a minute. <laughs> so the part that got wet is just stuck to the bottom of the jar. Right. And it solidifies all the urine. So it's wicking it away from the animal and solidifying it into our product. Oh, look at that. So it nice. becomes a lump. It's sort of like lumping kitty litter that way. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, similar, similar. Yeah. Except typical kitty litters are, uh, are made of clays. Which no have a- way. Okay, so now what we have done is we've taken this and we've smelled this. What what, what was in here? It was a uh, uh, hundred part per million ammonia solution. Ammonia solution. And we can barely sniff it. You were about crying your eyeballs out. And now we just stuck I our faces just stuck in my it. nose in this jar it and sniffed, like and all shaving. I smell is pine shavings. Correct. Wow. One of the very unique things about the product is is. We've designed it really in very small particle sizes, so when you go and clean your stall out tomorrow, it that falls through amazing. the manure rake and stays in the stall. You don't want to remove it. Exactly. Because Smaller it'll work pieces. over and over and over again. 
Okay. That is freaking amazing. Over the it'll course, work over and over and over again. It'll continue to work over and over again. Over the course of 45 to 60 days, depending on the environment in which it's used, right. uh, it'll naturally degrade. Yeah. And it essentially becomes dirt. Oh, so, so, so it's not just one application and this is done. No, no, no. The suggested application rate is about eight ounces per, per day, day in the right. first month. Now, in the right. second month, because you've built a little bit of a residual of the product of yeah. the stall, yeah. you'll use less and less and less. And over the course of two or three months, you'll be down to using maybe every three or four oh, days. So then it'll only cost only you $2,000 so a day. So, so really, it, you do, it ends up becoming a base layer of your bedding. Right. So you're right. not adding it all at the same time and Correct. removing it. It's becoming the base. That is really hard to believe. I got to tell you, Jennifer told us, uh, you know, you got to see this demonstration. It really is effective. This this made your eyes water. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it, it, it was significant. The ammonia smell before, correct? And it's like a lump of uh, 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 almost like a lump of uh, odor. No more odor. Mm-hmm. Oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's, yeah. there are other products in this this line that you have here as well. Right. That is um that is labeled as a facilities and equipment wash. Uh, we have a lot of people that actually wash their animals with it directly. Uh, you can use it in your waterers, your feeders, underneath your mats, right? If you use stall it's mats. It's safe for water buckets? It's absolutely safe for consumption. Because it's it, non-toxic. And the horses, because it doesn't inhibit them from wanting to drink the water because it's tasteless, essentially, to them. All right, I found the one that I'm most interested in, and that's our stinky cat. Yes. You have cat litter <laughs> additive. Correct. That is something. Uh, so you just sprinkle this on your kitty litter? Suggested application rate is about a teaspoon per week. And just sprinkled on top all. or on the bottom on the bottom. Like, well, of the it. cat's going to mix it in himself in his process oh, that's of doing true. his business. So just a week, and this eliminates odor. A hundred percent. There will be no odor in the litter box. You won't even know you have a cat in the you house. You realize you're not leaving with this bottle. You'll have to mug me for well, it. I'm, well, I'm happy to leave you guys. <laughs> because we, I'm, I, I struggle with. I really don't like to use the perfumed clumping litters. Uh, there's a cedar. Uh, litter product that you get in the supermarket, which I absolutely love, but it's not the greatest at controlling odor. It's right. great at absorbing, sure. which we all know. I'll being share horse it with people you. And pines. You can so have half my odor stuff. if I just took that, that cedar cat litter and sprinkled this stuff in... Well, our, our suggestion to most most of our users is buy the cheapest cat litter you can possibly buy. Okay. Because this is doing all the work for you. Okay. So don't spend the money on the high-end litters because you don't need it. This is more effective than any litter you'd buy. Okay, so give us some price points on your products so that people on how that the cat litter additive is uh, twelve and a half ounces. Uh, it's typically a forty-five to sixty-day supply, and it retails for just under ten dollars. So oh, under ten dollars, you get two months. Get two months. That's okay. great. That's great. Now, what about the the yeah, bag of the bedding additive? Uh, is a ten-pound bag that it comes in okay. in the store. Uh, it retails for just under forty dollars. Fine. And it is a typically a, in the first month, as I alluded to, it's about a thirty-day supply. So you want to get that ten pounds in the stall in the first thirty days. In the second month, you may only use five of the pounds, and you're going to go to three pounds or four pounds. So over time, progressively, you use less and less and less of the product. Well, this is great. Where oh, can really? people buy it? Uh, well, we're distributed through most of the big national distributors. We okay. have uh, three or four hundred feed and tax stores all over the country that are carrying the product, and we're expanding now out into. And into what's your countries. website? Uh, OdorNoMore.com. Yeah, with and the dashes or no dashes? Kitty on the okay. front. I love the pictures of the kitties. I love the orange kitty on the front. Did you see the orange kitty? He's a so troublemaker. So you could go to Jeffers Equine through their catalog online. You could do Dover Saddlery. All of the online and 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 catalog and do they channels. They carry the kitty litter They all stuff carry too? our products. Oh, so yes. and we will put links to uh, more product details as well as where you can buy it at tackandhabit.com. So if you log into our website, you can take your pick as to where you'd like to buy it. Odor well, no more. This is terrific. Uh, your demonstration was very effective. Yeah. <laughs> it works very well. It's, it's great to be doing it at a trade show like yeah. this because yeah. you get the attention of the people and then you get to keep their attention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. With this, you definitely did. Good Thank job, you, Joe. Joe. Thank no you problem. so much. Thank you for your time. Oh, our pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. So Order No More comes in so many different sizes. You know, I wish I could have come back home with that 10-pound bag, but unfortunately I didn't want to be dragging that on the train. So That's all right. We have it. Right. We have the 10-pound bag to use in our horse's stall. I was really excited about it, though. I had seriously thought about <laughs> slapping that bag on my back and, and hauling it up to Boston. But uh, you guys will have to let us know how it works out. It is really good stuff. Well, really we also good. got the uh, kitty litter kind. Uh, so we're going to try out the kitty litter kind, too. So we'll definitely let you know how it works out. But that demonstration he did, it was just amazing. Yeah, it was. We were all we were sticking our noses in those that glass and stuff. <laughs> all right. Now, we're gonna, um, before we get on to the next product, which was my top pick, from the entire show. In fact, it's one of my favorite products ever. It is the most simple yet the most amazing product I think 
I hope you guys will agree with me. I think it is. But before we get to that, we're going to take a minute to listen to one of our sponsors. For over a year now, we've been telling you about all the cool things happening at Equestrian Collections and the variety and selection of products they have at fantastic prices. But today, we want to talk to you a little bit about their social networking and what a community they have built on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and search for Equestrian Collections, you're going to find that over 20,000 fans are now following Equestrian Collections on Facebook. And, and the reason is they have a dynamic community built over there. You know, on uh, most store sites, most company sites on Facebook will just promote product and things like that. That's not what happens on Equestrian Collections. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but mostly it's the community sharing pictures, talking about stories, asking questions of each other. It's an active, vibrant community, like a little forum right there on Facebook. Search for Equestrian Collections on Facebook or stop over to EquestrianCollections.com for all of your horse and rider needs. We're back, and we have coming up with us Brian Tillman that we got to spend some time with over the weekend. He is from Hoof Wraps Brand, and he had something that uh, Helena just couldn't get enough of because she's ever so practical, her and my wife. Between the two of them, you can't do anything fun. It always has to be practical. Just kidding. (laughs) Practical is fun. Practical is fun. (laughs) Just kidding. You're a lot of fun. And this is uh, Brian Tillman from Hoof Wraps Brand. All right, we have with us today Brian Tillman, and he's with Hoof Wraps Brand, and he's going to talk to us about a very cool product. It's a hoof soaker. It's the Hoof Wraps Brand Soaker. And uh, I'm looking at this thing, and I, I can see a million and one uses for it, but let's start out with what it was designed to do. Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me here. Uh, so this is, um, along with the other products in our line, this is just a down-and-dirty solution for hoof care. So we've got a collapsible soaker it's lightweight. It's very durable. Uh, it's just something that you can fold up. You can take along in your emergency kit. Let's let's explain to the, for people who don't understand what that is. It's a bag about a foot tall, maybe ten inches tall, that uh, is made out of twenty two hundred denier ballistic nylon okay. with a with a tough vinyl coating liner inside. It, it looks like a miniature tote bag or like a little a bucket bag and it's got these velcro straps two straps right, around it right. and it also has pull pull thingies yeah drawstrings thank you drawstrings at the top and it yeah this thing is pretty durable now the and bottom it's made to put the hoof in it's made to that's right put it's your, for soaking treatments so like yeah. if you had a warm water epsom salt that you wanted to soak in or even um, ice you could put crushed ice in it ah, um, so see? Um, there's a you know a number of ways that your vet might uh, might ask you to use this product, and it's a sturdy uh, it's a sturdy bag, so it, it stands upright on its own. It's got a, a base, it's got like a platform that has pads in it, right? It does. So we'll have each of these products will include two EVA foam pads and an extra strap, and so uh, the pads are double duty service for us. They're going to provide a little bit of cushion mm-hmm. for the hoof. They're also going to protect the bottom of the bag. So there's a vinyl liner. We don't want those sharp hooves or even a horse that was shod to cut into that liner. So this is going to extend the life of the product and offer a little comfort. So this is actually, so that what this is used for would be great if you have to soak for abscesses or even if you had to ice an ankle or anything like that? That's exactly right. So, you know, there are a number of horses who will cooperate with a standard bucket just fine. Mine is not one of them. You make your your warm water Epsom salt, you put them in the bucket, and you go off, and everything's fine. There's other horses who just want to be a little bit ornery about the whole situation, right? So you turn your back, they kick over the bucket. You fill it up again, you turn your back, you know, and so you're going through that that deal. And you're, We've never had any know, of those, right? have we? And, so, you know, you, and it always happens right? in the wintertime <laughs> yeah, when right. and you live in the There's northeast. There's ice all over right? your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. you spend half your day. Then you're dealing you with know. another injury. Then you got to soak your whole horse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it, that's what this is for. So for those horses, this is an easy way. You know, you can kind of get this on them and, you know, get it get it snugged up. Well, that's the nice you know, thing is with the Velcro straps, there's two Velcro straps, one at the top and one toward the middle. So it's going to snug up pretty tight around your horse's leg and ankle. Right, right. So that the hoof uh, is, it's pretty, they're not going to kick it off. And, and then you can go off in muck stalls or do other chores while, while your horse is having a nice soak. So. And the inside is lined Here, with... put your head in there and we'll see if yeah. it works. I'm just kidding. 
It's like no, for those of you, obviously, this is radio. The the look that I just gave Glenn <laughs> was rather lethal. Um, so, sorry, the inside is lined with what? Because it's waterproof. It, it is waterproof, and this is a heavy-duty vinyl material. This is about a 16, 18-ounce uh, vinyl on the inside liner. And it's not bulky. It's not. I mean, it's easy to handle. Sure, it's light. fold it up so, you know, um, you could very easily fold this product He's crushing up it right now. And yeah. throw it right in your first aid kit. It's not going to take up very much you know, room at all. Other, I love this thing. The other nice Jen, thing, too. You know, I have to say, Jennifer went out and found this, and uh, this is Actually, why I Actually, I did. I found this one. Give me some <laughs> he credit did. here, Glenn, Glenn found you it. Get, <laughs> i got to back him on this. He lies. Jennifer found it. Jennifer found no, it. No, now, uh, the other nice thing about having this pad at the bottom, which is removable and replaceable, is it's about a, what, a half an inch foam pad, right. is that... With the horses with shoes, they won't rip the heck out of the bottom right. and make it not waterproof or That's water. Right. You know, oh, right. Yeah. So right. it'll save from getting the bottom all torn up. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So it, mm. so the water actually stays in your bucket. And, yeah. and we'll have two pads in here, and of course, you know, you can find these replacement pads just about anywhere. So that that is again double duty, and it's going to protect the. It's going to extend. What's it, what's it going to retail for? It's going to retail for about thirty four, thirty five dollars. Right yeah. That's great. All right, well, we're going to put links to uh, to photos and more information um, about this. It's Hoof Wraps brand soaker. And if you log on to tackandhabit.com, we will put links to where you can buy this. And it's available through tack dealers throughout the country, right? Uh, it uh, Probably toward late April. We plan to launch this in, in about mid to late April. So it's not immediately available. Not immediately. We have to keep an eye out Give for it. Give me about 45 days. Okay, and, and we will do that. Real quick, before he goes, I want to because this is one of the things I found fascinating, is tell us just the Reader's Digest version of how hoof wraps came into being, because yeah, I liked your story. Yeah, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention, and, and, and that's very true. Here, I was uh, was helping a friend of mine rehab thoroughbreds, and and they were just abscessing all the time. And I was making homemade bandages twice a day. Uh, it was really kind of painful in terms of, of time and all of this. And so these horses were being confined to a stall. They hated that. They were used to being on pasture, so they had a lot of anxiety. Um, I'd pull them out twice a day, and it was like going to the rodeo, right? I'm gonna make this bandage now and do all this stuff. So it was really pretty inconvenient for me and the horse. And so I went out looking for something to solve those problems. I didn't really find anything um, that that uh, that satisfied me in that regard. So I decided to make something. And a couple of years later, here I am in the horse business. So, And well, we're very perfect. happy that you did because I'm going to stock up. No, thank you. Well, uh, so you're going to be ordering a couple of these when they come out? Yes, I am. I thought I so. Am. I and I'm going to so. be giving them as gifts. <laughs> and he only had one there. He had a prototype there. But, um, you know, I think if he had had more between you and Jennifer, you'd have wiped him out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is. Bleh. I mean, really, it's just so simple. There's really not too much to say. Just look at it. Look at what it does. Listen to the shit. You know, listen to the, the description. Yeah, it's so crazy it, good. It was good. I want to use it for other things. Like <laughs> I want to use it to soak my feet and my dog's feet. And, I don't know. Give my cat a bath, something. This thing has to have a million and one uses. I was going to say, you know, your feet probably wouldn't fit in. I know mine wouldn't, but yours might. You have much smaller feet than me, so it might fit in that little bag. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, We're going to take one more break, and then we're going to be back with our final product. And I think you're going to want to hang around for this because it was a whole lot of fun. (laughs) Regular listeners to the Stable Scoop show know that Helena and I just love Uncle Jimmy's and his fantastic line of products. His products have the highest quality ingredients, and that is why they have taken off like they have. Of course, it all started with Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls for use in the stalls, and then came squeezy buns. We know you need to reward your horse outside of the stall as well. That is why Uncle Jimmy developed Uncle Jimmy's squeezy buns. Squeezy buns are all natural and loaded with nutritional ingredients for your horse. Unlike similar products on the market, they are individually wrapped to preserve freshness and eliminate mess. With competitive pricing and Uncle Jimmy's quality guarantee, the Squeezy Buns promise to be a hit among horses and horse lovers alike. Learn more about all of Uncle Jimmy's products or to find a dealer, visit uncle-jimmys.com. That's uncle-jimmys.com. Well, we're back with our final product, and this was uh, Craig Martin and Lee Milton, who, by the way, Jamie uh, uh, called them extremely hot on, on the morning show. I don't know she if you agree. She was agreed pretty with that. accurate there. Yeah. There was you know, I was surprised there were a lot of fellas at the show for an industry that's dominated by women. 
there were more than a few men at this trade show. And I, I think that might have been by design. These yeah. guys are kind of smart. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, these two were definitely drew a crowd wherever they went. And they are the creators and uh, of the Point Two Air Vests, which are those vests that you see all the big eventers wearing now. Well, what was interesting about this is we recorded this segment the one day, but and we'll tell you what happened the following day that you're going to want to watch a video of. But let's hear about the Point Two Air Vests. Well, Helena, we are back here at Ada, and we have uh, two guests with us that I was dying to get on, and we're going we're gonna to get to test their product tomorrow morning, which is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, watch you we have the guys from Point Two Airvest, and we actually have spoken about them before on, on Stable Scoop way, way back a couple years ago when you first started coming to the market, and when we first started seeing the videos of the guys accidentally jumping off over in England and their, their vest blowing up. Which was hilarious, by the way. You've, you've provided a lot of comedy, but there's a serious side to this, too. Talk about point two. It's, it's a vest that actually goes over a traditional safety vest in eventing or in, in, uh, for jockeys using for racing and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, it's a, it's a lightweight, um, it's an airbag that goes over the top of the vest that they've got at the moment. They have a little strap that goes on the front of the saddle. So, you, when you get on your horse, you clip yourself into a D-ring there. It has enough movement so you can lie right back or you can go up the horse's neck. If you had a near miss, you can... The strap, ha- the hook, the strap that you... Yeah, it has yeah. enough movement, okay. Yeah, so you, if a lot of people say, well, sometimes I could be hanging around the horse's neck and they make a recovery. So there's enough room to, for com- complete movement, really. Okay, so that, so that connects the vest to, to the, the horse, yeah. to, the, to your saddle. Yeah. And, and then when you fall off... It pulls a pin out, which is six stone of pressure, which is... Uh, that's, that's like 72 pounds. 72 pounds, <laughs> you, you guys the, call it. the conversion. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens? So then the pin pulls out, it pierces the canister and inflates the jacket in 0.1 seconds. This is the important thing about this jacket. 0.1, 0.1. That's one-tenth of a second. That's one-tenth of a okay. second. It's the fastest air jacket in the world. And uh, it has to be that fast because you're hitting the ground really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, amazing how, how fast, fast that, that comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so these guys, you know, you guys, um, these, we've seen these used. I've seen enough events now that we have seen, um, you know, we have seen them used. We've seen them used effectively. They've been around long enough now. Two years? Two years now, yeah. Okay. So what kind of, you, you've They've been, as I said, they've been used a lot. What kind of results have you gotten back? Well, a lot of people were saying, you know, everyone's seen some horrific falls in this jacket, and they're walking away, and they were saying, what scientific evidence have you got? So we went to one of the biggest test houses in Europe, um, TRL, uh, Transport Research Laboratories. Now they do the race car guys. They do the yeah. Formula One yeah. um, cars, crash test them. They do baby seats in the cars. They, t- they test pretty much anything to do with transport. So uh, I said, um, could you replicate a, a, a life-threatening injury? And that's what they've done for us. And um, the, the, they, they said, when you put an airbag on, to get the same level of injury, the way they explained it to me easy enough is um, a 30-mile-an-hour crash, if you had this airbag on, you would have to go 120 miles an hour to get the same it's the same sort of uh, injury. Wow. With the, with the when air you were, vest When on. you wore the air vest. Wow. And I've seen video in a, uh, of uh, riders who have fallen off and the horses have actually, they've ended up under the horses, which is what happens a lot of times in a rotational fall mm. or any falls. Mm. And this, the vest has protected them there, too. You know, mm. they would have ended up with broken ribs and, and things yeah, there, sure. too. Yeah. Let me talk a little bit, though, about the <coughs> materials that because we, you have to wear it first in order for it to protect you. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that a lot of riders are, uh, are afraid of being distracted or uncomfortable that you know they can't so it, what is the material it's a, it's almost like a nylon canvas it's made, it's made of highly resistant polyester polyester so okay. yeah a yeah, very very robust material very strong and then it's then there's a canister a co2 canister correct and once the pin is pulled on that it activates it, their airbags in within the vest and there and do you have airbags uh front back and shoulders it's one continuous airbag okay. that's the important thing of this um and it goes around the neck 
down, down each side of the spine so that there's no pressure on the spine and it has a mesh, which is very important, that's in between those airbags so you can't get your hand in there and touch the spine. So it's lifting three or four inches away from your spine to protect the spine as well. And, and it's, it's pretty lightweight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to, to interrupt you. Yeah. It's pretty lightweight. Um, how much does it weigh? Uh, it's just under two pounds. With yeah. the canister? With, With the, the canister. Because yeah. yeah. the canister is yeah. the thing that probably weighs the most here. It, it and is, you can't yeah. avoid that. I mean, it's, Correct. it's a CO2 canister. Yeah. And, and they're replaceable. Once you use it, you just put a new canister in and go back out and ride. Screw a new canister in, off you go again. Yeah. And how do you find, uh, obviously, different shaped and different size riders? How do you find the best fit? It's, um, you've got three clips on there. They're all fully adjustable. All we uh, tell people is make sure you can get two fists inside the jacket before you set off because I, I hear people they go and they draw it really tight do it up really tight and they've got they've got to allow for this thing to inflate so don't do that we'll Make, do that with Jamie tomorrow see what happens yeah. we'll see what kind of color she turns <laughs> let's, see, let's, see, let's see how much your kidneys can take <laughs> Now, I I, uh, I think it was, not it Clayton Fredericks last year was at badminton, and he accidentally got... One of the was, hazards of this... I was standing right there were when, you? He, when, he, when he done it. <laughs> I went up to him to say, unclip yourself, and then I, I saw the TV cameras there, and I thought, nah, let him jump <laughs> one of the hazards, a great effort. <laughs> one of the hazards of this is when the riders get off, they forget they have it on, mm. and it's attached to the Jamie. horse, and you hop off, and it goes off. And and it was it was a hilarious moment that was being filmed at that time. <laughs> it, it was a good... It was a good uh, it proved that it doesn't frighten the horses. Everyone says, oh, is it going to frighten the horse? Yeah. Is, this, is this noise going to frighten the horse? I've never seen it frighten. I'm not going to say horses are... Right. You know, they're yeah, all different. You can't say right. it, never. Yeah. It's such a quick noise. It's over and done with. It's Time like the horse a, looks around, yeah. it's yeah. finished. It's not yeah. a continuous noise, and then the horse will be and off. it's not like a bang like a gun. It's more like a... With everything going on around you, that they don't, they don't notice it. And nine times out of ten, when this deploys, something's gone wrong. And they're concentrating on that, not that noise. <laughs> right, <It's true>. exactly. <laughs> now, after it, um, it, it deflates, once it's deployed, it deflates... How long does that take? It will, it will it hold you tight for about 15 seconds. So it's trying to support you. Hold you it has to hold you really tight because it's trying to stop hyperflexion of the spine. Um, so it holds you tight 15 seconds, and then the air is slowly coming out. There's a dump valve in there, so it won't overhold you. Mm-hmm. So it goes to a certain pressure, and then that's, that's releasing. And then it takes about two minutes for all the air to come out. Now, does that extra 15 seconds help protect the rider further from, say, getting underneath the horse? And so once you come off, then you're at, at risk for being stepped on, kicked, swiped, whatever. Yeah. Um, does that most most accidents are over, over in half a second. Okay. But there was one at Burley this year. The girl fell off. And she got a foot stuck in the pedal and she was getting dragged. So that was a perfect example why we needed 15 seconds. It seemed probably a long time for that rider, but it was actually only like five or six seconds. But that's why we, we wanted to stay up for longer. Okay, yeah, five or six seconds when you're being dragged. It's not very nice, no. No, no it's a long time. And now it comes in, in a whole bunch of different sizes, from small to extra large. You do have these for children? We've just bought one out for children. Um, it's taken all year to do it. Greg's been getting really annoyed with me because all the elders customers are saying, we're wearing it for ourselves, we want it for our children. <laughs> but it's taken a lot of testing to get this right. We couldn't put them inside the adult one because um, it's going to be hard to explain on the radio. Uh, imagine an airbag a foot wide, yeah? And you want it to come all the way in and then all the way back out. When you put a child in this, it was too tough, it's like a car tire, so it didn't have enough give. So we use a stretch material, so they're using the full benefit of, of, of the airbag. Well, so the airbag can fully expand. Yeah, with that. Okay. It was, this just because the kids are a lot too lighter. light to go in okay. this jacket. Whose well, kids did you use to test this? <laughs> <laughs> what parent was willing, was brave enough to... We had to give them penny chocolate, they're right. <laughs> and I can see, too, you know, with kids, their bones are, are not as solidified yet. You had a lot of other thing, factors to think about, yeah, yeah, putting sure. an airbag on them, yeah. you know, that expands this quickly. Exactly. How does it go over a traditional safety vest, though? It That's fits. A lot, you just have to. Yeah, it it's. Um, and why? Why do you need both layers of protection? The reason that you have to do that is because you cannot get away from the fact if something went wrong, the jacket didn't inflate, you've got no protection until this jacket inflates. One thing I can guarantee you, you're not in a worse position because you're putting this over added protection over and above what you've got at the moment. It's like a cut, you can't guarantee for your airbag and your car to go off. But you wouldn't dream of buying a car without an airbag in there. But the, you know, the, you're still going to wear your seatbelt. You're still yep. going to wear your seatbelt. So you've got, you, have to, you have to wear both. That makes a lot of sense. 
That makes a lot of sense. So, Do uh, these float in the water? <laughs> they come off in the water complex? They do. Oh, the, the girls have got a, um, a picture on the uh, screen on, the, on their computer in the office. Someone sent a picture in. The girl's knocked out in the lake, and she's floating. She's still got the whip in oh, her hand, no. and she's face up, floating in the lake. Oh, where no. she hit the water jump, she hit the horse's head, knocked her clean out. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Next, we'll have to have airbags for the helmets. You know. <laughs> um, well, this is great, and you, I, I, there was talk about trying to combine this airbag with a traditional vest and making them all one unit. Yeah. Is that still being looked at? Yeah, we've done one. We've, we've done one for the racing jockeys at home. Um, they tried this one. It couldn't work this way for them because they need it to be tight to them because they need to be aerodynamic. So we have oh, built nice. one into a jockey vest. Um, so it's just one piece. It's wow. called the hybrid. It's we were the, looking it's, at it, one right here, actually. It's called the hybrid. And this is actually coming out at two pounds, and that is a body protector and an airbag. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So this, so this and Alina's almost small enough to be a jockey. The one, uh, yeah. I Let's hope she doesn't pull the cord right sure. now. Yeah. So, now this is nice and short. Um, yeah, okay, so how much is this weigh? How much did this weigh? That's two pounds as well. So we built this in. That's, that's a jockey vest. So um, we've all, all we've done is, is slid an airbag uh, on the outside of that and got a light material there to hold it together. Okay, now here's a sensitive question. <laughs> Bear with me. When these things blow up, uh, you know, we got special women's issues to deal with. Uh, how how high up do they do they get you right in the chest, or is it just it, below? It, it, it is. It's going to hold your chest as well. It's all. It's, it's all over. It's all over. So it yeah. goes from from yeah. where. Oh, so it, all co- it, it comes right down. Yeah, yeah all, it goes around, it wraps your neck, around your neck, yeah. all down your rib cage. We'll find out tomorrow. Cover your liver and your spleen and, <laughs> and the coccyx we, we, to the top of your neck. We've been out on the west coast and we were in California. We certainly had no problem out there when uh, we're. Dep- oh, on good! Right. I see what you there. get. Right. Yeah, there now we that's go. Market, you need to test it. Okay. On that note, great. And it comes in eight colors. Colors. Yeah, there, colors yeah and that's something new. You didn't used to have all the colors. I didn't want to go there, but everyone was... Uh, do you have pink? They're come on. They yeah, that's right. Colors. They do. Venters like colors. So this is terrific. <laughs> Where can people buy them? Sorry? Where can people buy them? Craig? We have uh, about 65 stores throughout the U.S., the retailers, um, the big guys, Dover Saddlery, Smart Pack, um, Bit of Britain, um, Farm Vet. You know, these big, large um, online retailers, they're all stocking the products as well as in all the stores. Now, do you have a website? Is there a website for Point Um Also, we have a distribution um, um, center in Canada, so the products have been available um, up there now as well. So, Good. And it's Point2? Point Point2USA.com is okay. the website. All right. And do you have uh, a list of dealers available on there? On the website, you so can see So someone can a, log on yeah, to your you website. And, we'll, and what do these the run? Um, $675 is what the black jacket, the standard black jacket, sells for, and the colors sell for $715. And then do they come with extra cartridges? you buy them separate? or The jacket comes ready to use uh, with a canister, and then the replacement canisters sell for $24. Oh, well, you know, this is so. a lot cheaper than one visit to the emergency room. Exactly. So Now, someone had said that it's a good idea to deploy the canister, deploy the, deploy the airbags once before you actually need to do that. What do you think about that? Is that uh, yeah? It's actually a good. Th- it's a good thing to do. I, I do that with all my stores in in England now. Um, I, when they walk out, I say set it off, because I've heard a couple of stories where someone says there was a girl screaming when she landed because she, she couldn't breathe. Well, it, if you can scream, you can breathe. Um, <laughs> she'd done it up to. I breathe really well. Yeah. <laughs> she, Even was, with my face in the dirt. Yeah, uh, is the shock? It was the shock of the fall, the adrenaline rush. You've just fallen, and then bang, yeah. someone grabs hold of you. But it has to hold you that tight. So it's nice to know what it feels like because it's it's like having your blood pressure taken all over your body. But once you've had it, once you've had it set off in a normal situation, you know that the the jacket's doing its job. You know that's got to be a good feeling when you come off. It's almost like a, a, a good feeling, like my 
It's very supportive. Yeah, you feel very supportive. Not that I ever want to test it out, but well, you can go back on. We did this at the show on horses in the morning. Jamie and I tried it out. So we'll post that video on Tack and Have It too. So you can go to tackandhabit.com for this episode, and you'll get to see the video of Jamie and I with our eyes real big. So that'll 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 be there for you as well. Girl, I know it. So that's point two. Thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. So, Helena, we got after we re- recorded that piece. The next morning, we had Craig and Lee back because Jamie had to. And <laughs> well, she we, can. We had them back for the morning show, and they actually blew up these air vests on Jamie and I during live during the morning show. And we did a video of it that we're going to post on Tack and Habit and Stable Scoop Facebook pages. Want to hop over there and take a watch? It was it was a chuckle. Let me tell. You. It was hysterical. I have to say, you know, they they the the two fellows had the the pins in their hands, and they were sort of explaining things to Jamie and Glenn, and then kaboom. And, you know, I was standing right next to Jamie when the vests went off and the sound wasn't, wasn't that bad at all. It wasn't scary. It wasn't a big loud boom or anything. So I say to Jamie, I'm like, well, that wasn't that bad. And she's like, (laughs) 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 you know, not realizing that this thing had had just totally compressed her body, you know, and, you know, mine, I'm going, oh, it's not that bad. And she turns to me with her eyes bugged out of her head. Like, are you kidding me? It was great. I definitely recommend that everybody log on to Facebook well, and check. She was a little nervous about it anyway. She was a lot more nervous about it than I was. She was a little apprehensive to even do it. And Which is then, so funny because she's the eventer I in the know. family. <laughs> no. and, but it was constricting. I'll tell you what. When, when it goes off, you're tight in there. Yeah. Um, I can see why they work because you're tight in there and you definitely have like four inches of air around you, all around you. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's not... You know, I wouldn't say it's crushing. You know, you don't feel like you've lost, you can't breathe or anything. It doesn't knock the wind out of you. No, but it did. When they caught us off guard like that, and, you know, I talked to them later, and they said they do that because people tense up. So they try and catch you a little off guard because they don't want you to tense up because that makes it worse. And that's how you actually, that's how the product works is that you, it happens so fast Oh, and it's fast. That, then they say a quarter of a second. They mean a quarter. Of I know. A second. But you're not right. Even. The sound and is just a whoosh. You know, it's not. It's not a. You know, it's not a people, boom. Yeah, people expect gunfire. You know, right. and yeah. what you get is whoosh. You know, and it. It's. I can see why that doesn't bug the horses too much. No. <clears throat> but it was the, fun. It was fun the, to do. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think the most surprising thing um, was that uh, one of the things that I I was surprised to learn was that uh, how it stabilizes your skeleton, your body. At first yes. I thought it was just cushioning, you know, it softened any kind of impact. It's softer, but the back, it's really hard when it inflates. It's like, it's like, you know, having a back brace on, which is amazingly protective. I, I'm, I have a whole new respect for this product now that I know it's, you know, it's secondary effect on your safety. It's not cheap. You know, it's not, it's certainly not a cheap product, but you know, as I said in, in the interview there, it's a heck of a lot cheaper than a visit to the hospital. And so. you know what? It's a lot cheaper than a saddle. That's true. I mean, think of what people spend on saddles. This That's is true. something that saves your life or, or even a pair of boots. <laughs> true. I, you know, I've, I was impressed. I was, I was impressed and I had a lot of fun doing that. And we will put the show notes, uh, on both uh, Stable Scoop and Tack and Habit for all of these products so that you can go there, you can find links to it so you don't have to remember all the websites we gave out today. You can just go to tackandhabit.com or go to stablescoop.com and we'll put links to all of these products that we highlighted. Now, that was just three of the 22 recordings that we did over the weekend. So we're going to have a lot more coming for you in in the upcoming weeks. We're going to put two on a week like we normally do. So you're going to be hearing all about the great stuff that we did and all the fun we had there. We met some characters. You're going to want to listen in in the future uh, for a product that was put out by the Gun-Toting Mamas. Oh, that one was pretty awesome. Let me tell you, she was a trip. She knew her stuff, man. That was impressive. Anything that, you know, and how about the Mule Moms? Are you going to want to hear about the products from the Mule Moms? I was just on the Mule Moms website singing Were you? along. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. We found yeah. some unique products, and we also had some companies on that you're going to recognize. So there's a little bit of everything coming up. And I don't think we, we didn't do two of the same products 
No, we didn't. I'm just looking over the list. There were nope. two of the same products, like not two pairs of boots, or you know, it was just completely different stuff. So you have that to look forward to coming up on the Tech and Habit Show over the next oh, 10 weeks or so. So uh, we hope that you join us over there. If you're a Stable Scoop listener, give Tech and Habit a try. As you can see, we have a little fun doing it. So it's a good show. Did it's I promote a great it show. enough now? What's that? Did we promote it enough now? Yeah, I think we did. It really is. I mean, it's, it's like, for example, there were a pair of... Um, boots that Ariat's putting out that they only had prototypes for. They're not even in production yet. So if you want to see some hot new skips, you got to go to Tack and Habit. Check out the pics. Good. Cool. And of course, you can find all of our shows uh, at the Horse Radio Network. Jamie, if you have not met her yet and just see her in that video for the first time of us getting blown up, she is the host of the Horses in the Morning show live every morning from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time at HorsesInTheMorning.com. And for all the details, as we said, on the show, you can go see our show notes at StableScoop.com or TackAndHabit.com. This is the point where you say, and we'd love your feedback. Um, what if I don't want to say that? Okay, say something else then. <laughs> no, we really do love your feedback. As always, you can follow us on Facebook under StableScoop and Twitter at Horse Radio. And don't forget, you can also go to StableScoop.com and leave us feedback on the contact page. I, she's not very good at following directions, everybody. I, well, no, you know what? I have two sets of show notes open, Tack and Habit and Stable Scoop. I'm probably so, looking at the opposite one. <laughs> I know. And so I'm really I'm trying to be super organized, and I end up being a, just a great big mess. I do have one quick question for you before you go. Yeah. You took the Acela train for the first time. That's the super fast one that goes from, like, Boston down to Philadelphia and, and Washington, D.C. Yep. Is it nice? It's so nice. Really? It's so, so nice. I wouldn't say that it's super fast. I think between New York and D.C., it can go pretty fast. Um, the track isn't as – they have problems with the track. So the tracks can't support some of the higher speeds that the that the Acela train can go. So it goes fast, definitely. It's supposed to go up to like 200 miles an hour. I mean it, it – Like can, 150 miles an hour. Yeah, it can go fast. Yeah, and we definitely did that between New York and Philadelphia. That was kind of fun. Um, but it's so smooth and quiet. And it's Is it comfortable? Bright. You're not all smashed in like you are with the other trains? Nope, you're not all smashed in. You can sit, like, you can move your seats. Uh, they I don't want to say they rotate, but they flip direction. You can change oh, the yeah. direction. You have a table. You can plug. They have outlets. So oh, you so can you have plug. a table for, like, a laptop? Yep. They have wireless. They have huge bathrooms. They have a really cute cafe cart. I got lunch there. Had an amazing turkey wrap sandwich and some cranberry juice and some chips. It was just, and it, they didn't break the bank, you know, how right. they sometimes flip you off on these trains. It was really one of the most lovely trips I've ever taken. You don't even realize the time that goes by. Wow. And so now, was it mostly business people doing work while they were? Um, There were a lot of business people, but no, there were some, uh, yeah. No, there were some people who looked, just looked like they were traveling yeah. for pleasure or recreation. Huh. I can't really tell. I, I couldn't really tell. But, yeah, there were a lot of business people. Well, that's cool. I'm glad you got to do that. Do you know Jennifer's a big train lover? So one of these days we're going to have to take the Acela. Oh, it's just – it was I'll, – I'll never fly through the Northeast Corridor again because, you know what, the easiest part about this was getting in and out of the train versus – Oh, you mean versus... body cavity search you or anything? <laughs> no. I stepped off the I – I caught the train in Providence. So I stepped out of the car – Went, you know, like 50 yards and there was the platform. My check-in, honestly, my check-in took me probably eight minutes. Hmm. I got on the train and we left on time. There was no waiting for anybody sitting on the tarmac. You know, it was your train leaves at, you know, 1.07 p.m. And we were better be on it. (laughs) And that's what the conductor says. He's like, this train leaves at 1.07 p.m. with or without you. (laughs) It was great. And then when you, you know, of course, when you get off, it was just, you just so much easier than. Um, well, and you went into the Philadelphia train station, which is absolutely beautiful. The 30th Street station. Yeah. Stunning. I actually had to take pictures. Yes. It's beautiful. It's huge. I mean, the ceiling must be 300 feet high. It's huge. It is huge. There's a beautiful statue in the center of it. There are birds flying around. Yeah. And they have good shop, food plenty in places there too, to actually. eat. Yeah. 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 
Well, good. I'm glad you had a good trip, and uh, and I'm sure we'll be back there in six months again for the next Data Trade Show. It's a lot. Oh, of I fun. can't wait. We have I to give wait. a sh- thank you to Kent Hopper and to Hopper Expositions and to Lua at Ada for, for all of them for having us over. They, you know, they foot the bill and they have us there and they allow us to do our thing and and they really don't put any restrictions on us. We're allowed to have as much fun as we want, and I think we were disruptive a time or two, and it. They didn't care. So they didn't thank care. And, you so much. And, you know, and a big thank you to uh, to Uncle Jimmy and Uncle Tommy for Dinner. taking us on a yeah. scenic tour. <laughs> we got a scenic Prussia, tour of King Prussia. And then they took us out to dinner. That was <laughs> very nice. Good. Thank you. We got to talk about his hanging balls and uh, and and his other products. Yeah, and we got to make some friends at Charles Owen and uh, there was somebody else. There was another company. We had, it's so funny because when you, we all got out together, so many different companies are represented. At the end of the day, you're like, who do you work for? Yeah, exactly. You, know, <laughs> you, just, you leave friends, but you know everybody sort of works for a different company. Well, good job, everybody, and thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate it, and we're looking forward to seeing you all back there in six months again. And we'll be back here next week for both of the shows. Uh, <laughs> a clever, creative line like, bye, everybody. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.